At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. King on VSN, the sports betting network. Hour three on a Friday night here on the nightcap. That gentleman right there, Sean King, ready to win some money tomorrow on the Derby after a good day at the Oaks. I am. Uh, so we will uh, have much more on the Derby here in uh, just a little bit. The Dallas Mavericks putting the finishing touches on the Phoenix Suns, 102 to 91, 40 seconds to go. Uh, 40 seconds to go in the second period. Edmonton leading the Kings 5-2, to two, while Minnesota up on St. Louis 4-1. to one. That one midway through the third period. Well, it was a great day for the Cincinnati Reds because they did not lose, Sean. Yeah, I had a bet in, too. I had Pirates run line. Now let's bring in our next guest, Cody Decker. Cody, if I set the over-under at 450 and a half, are you taking the over or the under on the Cincinnati Reds right now? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know how they're going to break 40 wins this season. It's been a <laughs> month, and they have three wins. No one can mathematically justify them getting to 50. They can't, I can't. No one can justify them getting to 10. It's embarrassing. And not to mention that their front office only making it worse by making the dumbest possible statements. God, it must be awful to be in Cincinnati right now. Well, and well, it's it. You know, as we say on this show, Cody, we hope it continues because if you have just said, "I'm just going to bet the run line against the Reds," you're 18 and two right. in the last. 20 games. It is unbelievable. So, the the run. So, Cody, my question in baseball, 
when a team experiences this kind of failure, what happens internally with the players? Is it a pride uh, thing? Like, we got to go win? Is it a, I'm just going to try and get my individual stats? It is a forget about everything. I'm going to get hammered every night and <laughs> let it go. I think it depends on the guy and the case-by-case basis. But as a team, I think they're all dead inside. Hell, look, Joey Votto right now is making a name for himself on TikTok. He sure as hell ain't swinging the bat this season, which is amazing because the guy's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and, quite frankly, can do whatever he wants. If he wants to get traded, I'm sure he can allow a trade to take place. If he wants to play next season, I'm sure he can allow that too. But right now, it doesn't even seem like Joey Votto cares. That's what you did, Cincinnati Reds. You broke Joey Votto. <laughs> We're talking to our good friend Cody Decker. Uh, check him out all over the place. Follow him on Twitter at Decker6. Uh, Cody, do you hold Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, and DJ LeMayhew's uh, chugging against them? And what are we doing? Half a beer? Would you pour it out? I mean, are we holding that against them moving forward? Soft, soft. Off, and that's why you're going to see the Tampa Bay Rays run away with this division. That right there. I don't even drink beer, but if you put me in that situation, I'm drinking all the beer. You know why? Because I got to get my crowd fired up. The Bronx Bombers are in town, but guess what? They aren't in town. They're not the Bronx Bombers. It's all a lie. They're going to finish second in that division. Go Rays! Exactly. I mean, I hope he's right. I mean, come on now. I'm worried about my race. I really am. I just, I don't see a scenario where <laughs> our pitching gets us through the season with first in the AL East is like our, our destiny. I mean, talk me, convince me, Cody. I mean, I'm, I'm worried about our pitching. Very simple. I'll convince you right now. Name one pitcher of the last four years of the Rays. Uh, the end. McLehan. McLehan. Yeah, but it took you a minute, and he's still on the team. Thus, the Rays are going to be perfectly fine. They're the, that's what they do. They're just this factory that constantly builds from within, and every single time they trade away a superstar, such as a Blake Snell, such as an Alex Meadows. It seems like the Rays know something that we don't know, and they are able to turn any piece of capital they pick up in any trade and turn them into a star. That's why the Rays are a juggernaut. We don't know any of their names, and they're going to finish this season with 95-plus wins and go deep into the playoffs and you who ain't gonna do that the red Sox, who are certainly sitting there with, with under 10 wins yeah, they're struggling i don't know what's going on in boston at the plate but i mean i feel like i could hit better you know than the majority of the red Sox lineup right now it's ugly and you might be able to hit better which is really something because they got some guys that can really swing it trevor story hasn't done much over there since he's joined boston jd martinez is obviously a juggernaut of a hitter but nothing much coming out of him that's just a team that's not swinging it right well right now and that team's entirely based around their offense and if they don't swing it, they ain't going to win. Just like the Yankees. If they don't swing it, they ain't going to win. Now, the Yankees actually have been able to close games out. The other issue with the Red Sox, that bullpen, I mean, it might be as bad as Cincinnati's. How do they fix it? They either got to make some moves when it comes close to the Drake deadline, they got to promote from within, or they got to see what's available out there, which, quite frankly, is nothing. If they're healthy and this is the performance they're getting out of their guys, you got to do something, but it's still early enough in the season that I don't think it's worth hitting the panic button. But, man, if they don't start swinging the bat soon, it is time to panic in Boston. It's very weird because Boston's never middle of the road. They're either the best team in their division a la last year or they're just terrible. And right now they're terrible. Yeah, 10 and 17 right now. Actually, the Orioles are a half game better than the uh, than the Boston Red Sox. Staying in the AL, Cody, the AL Central, it's early uh, but the White Sox sitting at 12 and 13, the Twins leading that division. 
is there a reason to be worried or is this an opportunity to maybe get a Chicago White Sox team in the futures market at a uh, at a value better value I should say than what it was preseason well, preseason, I kept seeing them all over the place around plus 500. Right now, you can see that you can get them around plus 800. Yeah, there's a little bit of value on that because, quite frankly, the White Sox, even right now, are still injured, plain and simple. Lucas Giolito just got back, and he looks good. Dylan Cease looks like a number one right now. He is my K-prop king. Anytime you see Dylan Cease on the mound, you bet the over. I don't care if they're giving him double digits. He's hitting that double digits. That's how great Dylan Cease is. And this team right now, say, say what you will in their current record, but they've won four games in a row. They get, went down to the north side over in Chicago, and the Cubs got them right. Now the White Sox are starting to look like they're going to make a little bit of a run. Braveman's been looking good in the pen. Liam Hendricks looks like Liam Hendricks again. If they're both, their starting staff can stay healthy and their outfield can get healthy, there's no reason this team shouldn't just run away with it. However, are the Twins good? Yeah. They're very good. They got Carlos Correa, and right now Byron Buxton is looking like an MVP candidate. See, I listen to smart people, and you came on the show. I mean, you are the mustache's biggest fan, and when he pitched the other day in Fan 11, I was on him, so I do want to say thank you, Cody. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) He is the greatest pitcher ever every single time I tell you to take a skate prop. At Decker Six is where you can fi- follow Cody on Twitter. All right, let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little MVP market. Go to the National League. I know there's someone that is uh, piquing your interest right now in the National League. What is jumping out at you in the MVP market? And you had to get him early because all of a sudden you're seeing him at plus 800, and that is Manny Machado. Earlier on in the uh, offseason, you could see them sitting around that ticket around 25 to 1. And right now, the guy's hitting nearly 400. He's got like six or seven pumps. He looks like a monster, and he is, by the way. I don't know what it is about the guys that go to San Diego. Last year, everyone was looking at the Padres like they were the sexy new toy. This year, they're kind of being ignored, and that's just because Fernando Tatis Jr. is on the IL. Everyone seems to forget that Manny Machado is a $300 million man, and quite frankly, a top 10 player in Major League Baseball. I don't know why he's not even on the top two list of most people's third baseman list, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I know you got the Nolan Arenados out there, but Manny Machado is a juggernaut and he's been a juggernaut for 10 plus years and this year man if he keeps this going of all the people on the list you see the nolan arenados and the juan sodas juan Soto's not gonna get pitched to all year manny machado is gonna carry that team in san diego all year long and if he does that's your mvp in the nl hey cody another name on that list who seems to be picking up steam lately is mookie betts is it too mm-hmm. much star power on the dodgers or can betts make a run because he seems to be hitting the ball extremely well lately Very well, and he is, by the way, he was my pick at the beginning of the season as the futures market started uh, shaping up. I said jump all over Mookie Betts because he's been quietly just putting together monster years over there in L.A., and yeah, he is surrounded by other stars, and there is the potential that a Mookie Betts might take away from a Trey Turner, which might take away from a Freddie Freeman. But then again, this is the Dodgers. This is the single best team in Major League Baseball. I truly think that, and that's what I'm saying that with the Angels cross town and the Mets and the Yankees absolutely dominating their divisions listen can he do it absolutely Mookie Betts is that talent he is top five most talented guys in Major League Baseball and I absolutely love him however is he going to be able to outshine the rest of the guys on his team well we'll see when it comes towards uh, August well Cody when you look at you mentioned the Mets incredible start to the year 19 and 9 and I know a lot of Mets fans uh, are wondering okay when is this going to run out when are we going to mess this thing up when are they or are you 
believing just like 1986 in this New York Mets team. Death, taxes, and you know the Mets are going to fall out of it in (laughs) August. But I will say this. I will freely admit this. And I think you guys can feel it too. Doesn't it really feel different? Like the first time ever? It does. It it doesn't feel like it's going to end. I really think... If there was ever a Mets team that's going to buck the system and finally be that Mets team to make all those delusional fans and queens finally have something to root for in August, this is the team, man. I dig these Mets, and they're doing it without Jacob deGrom. Scherzer looks incredible. That lineup looks incredible. The Mets fans that are just you know miserable, which is about 20% of them, are looking for anything they can to complain about, and they're picking Sterling Marte, who's killing it, by the way. By the way, I love Scherzer. The, 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 his whole demeanor, personality, like that aggressive approach, I think it's permeated the entire Mets team. You know, you know why? You know why, Sean? Because he's a world champion. Yeah, nobody cares about the Nationals. How many Rays? How many Rays worlds? We hey, got hey, We don't hey, want to argue in front of company. Do, do the Rays have zero or zero World Series? They have zero World Series, okay. and on top of that, they never hired me. So you know what? I don't care about the Rays. Screw them. <laughs> hey, twenty seconds. Are the Brewers the real deal? No, no, they're not. They're a victim of their own dominance in the worst division in Major League Baseball. If you bet on them, it was a sucker bet, and you fell for it. (laughs) (laughs) Cody, you're the best. We always love chatting with you. Have a great weekend, man. Hey, you're welcome. I love you. There he is, the one and only Cody Decker. We love him. At Decker6, follow him on Twitter. He'll tell you where all of these on, like, 50 shows. So just follow him on Twitter. We'll figure it out. Hey. Losers still losing. Yep, that's, that's, that's a fact. And the Mavs won tonight, Cap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They have CityCats in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh. And Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN. A couple hockey games still uh, happening as we speak with Minnesota. Sorry, Sean. Up 5-1 to one over St. Louis. So here's what's at stake. Mm-hmm. Uh, two minutes and 46 seconds left. Every game in hockey has gone over tonight. The... Uh, Blues Wild sit at six, the total six and a half. So if they can score another goal, every game of hockey went over the total tonight. So you're just looking after the people. Yeah. yeah. Giving information. There we go. Boston, 4-2 winner earlier tonight. Get on the board there, make it 2-1. Toronto, what happened to your lightning tonight? 5-2 fin- finish there. And then uh, Minnesota, as mentioned, 5-1. And Edmonton as... Sean alluded to already over the total five to two after two periods. The Sixers and Heat earlier tonight. It was the Sixers with Joel and Bede's return with a Phantom of the Opera mask on. They mm-hmm. win ninety nine to seventy nine and under there, and one hundred three to ninety four. Another under uh, as two unders tonight in NBA in the NBA. Dallas winning one hundred three to ninety four, covering. Uh, some late steam on the Mavericks. So they last night, I want to say, were around a pick, maybe even a slight dog in some markets. And they closed a one-and-a-half-point favorite here at Circa. So steam on Dallas, and the steam came true. Uh, the line, obviously, for the Philly-Miami game was all over the place. We thought last night he was going to be out, went to Miami plus three, and now it closed minus one in favor of Philadelphia, 99-79. to 79. So we'll get to uh, some of the NBA games tomorrow. Uh, Boston at Milwaukee. Uh, we talked to JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, last night. He said, take the three with Boston. Uh, if you didn't do that, well, you missed out. It's down to two, one and a half, depending on where you look uh, for that one. Then late night, it's Memphis and Golden State. But is that because Marcus Smart came back? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's officially back. Oh, my bad. Peyton Jr. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What I call him? Lil Gary or what Lil, I call him? Lil Peyton or something like that. Yeah. I was very confused. I'm Peyton like, Light. I was like, Gary Peyton Jr. is on Golden State. So we have done, and by we, I mean Sean, just 
an incredible job kind of breaking down the Derby each possible way. So today was the running of the Oaks. Mm -hmm. You picked out the winner. Mm -hmm. Secret Oath. Mm -hmm. There was a correlation with Secret Oath winning mm -hmm. to a horse in the Kentucky Derby. You mentioned a couple times yesterday. Called but in the case, Oaks Derby Double. In case people missed it, why did Secret Oath winning lead to you being more intrigued by the 16-horse Cyberknife? Well, because in the race before this, Cyberknife beat Secret Oath in the Arkansas Derby. And uh, Cyberknife is a horse trained by Brad Cox, a lot of talent, did not run a great race, the race, two races prior to the Arkansas Derby. Looked green, actually was in a race that included Epicenter, Zandon, and Smile Happy, and he ran up the track. Looked like he was going to make a move turning for home. And so people kind of wrote him off. Came back, won an allowance race, looked really good. Then ran a great race in the Arkansas Derby. Secret Oath actually ran third in that race. So I felt like if Secret Oath came out of that race and ran a big Oaks, Kentucky Oaks, which she did today, then I needed to bump up Cyberknife to one of my slots to win the actual Kentucky Derby. So tomorrow... I will have the two horses that I've given all week, Messier, the six-horse, White Barrio, the 15-horse, but I will add Cyberknife on my tickets in first place. I'm just looking at the odds right now here at Circa. Uh, Cyberknife at plus 1950 at Circa, White Barrio plus 1470. So those odds have actually changed a little bit. Earlier tonight, it was 14 to 1 on White Barrio, so some movement in the other direction, and uh, Messier... I think it was around 6'10", slight move to plus six. So I think Messier is going to go down tomorrow. I think he'll be like the wise guy horse. Yeah. Cyberknife will go down. I think White Barrio is going to click up. Yeah. I think people are overlooking White Barrio. Why do you think that is? Well, because he's not flashy. He's like a workman-like horse. But when you really look at his resume, he's done nothing wrong, Tim. I mean, all he does is win. You know, people talk about Tis the Bomb. He's beat him. People talk about charge it. He's beat him. Simplification. He's beat him. Like Mo Donegal, he's beat him. Like he beat all these horses when they came down to Florida. So I just think turning for home, he's going to be in a good position. And when I handicap the Derby, the number one thing I want, first of all, I want a really good, talented horse. But I want a horse has a positional speed or the top end speed to when they turn for home to have himself in position to actually win the race. I'm not looking for the mind that birds that got to, you know, have lightning get caught in a bottle and ride the rail and come all the way from last. Like, that's hard to do in a 20-horse field. One horse that we haven't mentioned, and probably for reason, because you probably don't like this horse particularly, uh, the five-horse Smile Happy. Uh, I think Morning Line was, I want to say 20 to 1. Uh, he is down to 14 to 1. Uh, any interest? Is Smile Happy going to be in any of your uh, tries or or? or anything tomorrow. So when it comes to horse racing, Tim, I love Smile Happy. I don't love him as a derby horse. Okay. I don't think Smile Happy's pedigree says a mile and a quarter. I will be betting Smile Happy heavily if he stays healthy, continues to improve races later on in the year, like the Met Mile. I think Smile Happy is going to be an elite miler. If he continues to improve, he'll be a horse I'll look at come Breeders' Cup. But I just don't think a mile and a quarter is, is what he wants. He wants something shorter. And so I think he's going to get exposed tomorrow just because of the distance. I think they'll put him on the shelf, give him a freshening, and I think he'll come back after the Triple Crown and, and win some big races that are just slightly shorter. All right, I want to circle back because you've, you've mentioned a lot this week, but we might have a new audience here 
you know, late Friday night mm -hmm. into Saturday. Let's go back to the six-horse Messier. You just told us why you like White Abario, feel like White Abario is getting a little bit overlooked. What about Messier? Messier, of the, the three horses that you like to win tomorrow at the Derby, has the shortest odds, so certainly getting the respect. What is it about Messier that makes you want to put him uh, in that one spot? Well, Messier reminds me a lot of a horse that actually won the Derby last year on the track, Medina Spirit. And uh, if you remember last year, Medina Spirit finished second in the Santa Anita Derby to a young, unproven colt that ran out of his mind in Rock Your World. If you go back and look at the odds, Rock Your World ultimately was the second choice when they came out of the gate for last year's running of the Kentucky Derby. Medina Spirit, I think, was 12-1, to 1, and he used the Santa Anita Derby as a prep. Well, Messier is trained by Bob Baffert as well. I know the horses are now in Tim Yakteen's barn, but he's very similar. He came off of a long layoff to run in the Santa Anita Derby and finished second to another young horse who ran out of his mind in Tabia. Now, Tabia looks like, if you look at the current odds, he's going to be the second or third choice. I think Messier used the Santa Anita Derby as a prep to be at his best tomorrow and see that's what's important about the derby it's not about necessarily the best tourists or who has the best race. it's about who's peaking tomorrow and i think messier is going to run the race of his life and i love him but i also think they're going to bet messier down i think there's some other people that think the same way so i do think there's some money that's going to come in on Messier. i hope it doesn't i hope messier white barrio and cyberknife are all double digits that's what i'm hoping what about tabia the 12 horse tabia a lot of buzz i'm throwing lately. them out why? Just because uh, I think Leonidas in 1800 and something was the last horse to win the Kentucky Derby in his third start. So Tabia's only had two races thus far. The Derby will be his third start. That doesn't happen. He's going farther than he's ever gone. He raced on the West Coast, so you get those small fields. This will be a 20-horse field. He's not going to be the fastest horse. I think he's going to get into trouble. He has a great jockey and Mike Smith, but I just think this is too much, too fast for Tabia. He's another horse that I think later in the year now he could really be something special. All right. We're going to get into – I actually won't have Tabia in my top three on any of my tickets. So I, I'm curious because – and I heard – you know, you've said this this week. I think I heard Chris Felica say it yesterday when he was on the show. you got to pick a horse that is up there in the odds that you're just going to take a stance against. Yeah. So Tabia is one of those. Smile Happy is another. Smile Happy, the five. What about Epicenter, the three? So I'll have Epicenter in, in third and fourth on some tickets just because I think he's that good a horse. I don't think he runs a bad race. But I do think he's going to have some traffic issues. Uh, or he's going to have to be put in a position like Echo Zulu, the seven horse that they're in the Oaks, where the only shot is to try and go to the front. But then when you exert all of that energy, what do you have for that last furlong when the horses are coming that are fresher? So I'm going to try and throw Epicenter out. I'm not crazy. But uh, I hope Epicenter and Zandone, I hope neither hit the board just for my personal wet, bay, uh, wagers. So the, the horses, once again, that you're trying to, to beat, essentially, Smile Happy. I won't have Smile Happy and, and Tavia on my ticket. Okay. I will have Epicenter and Zandon on my tickets. Pref mostly in third and fourth, but I'll sprinkle some of them into second. For people who don't bet horses it's a lot like you, uh, I don't uh, to the level you do. We'll get into just some of the philosophies of, of trying to make that box for tomorrow. Sean will try to walk us through it like we're elementary school students I'll here. It. It's the nightcap here on Visa.
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon. Now to join the action, Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on a Friday evening as the NHL playoffs are winding down for the night. Four games again tomorrow. Uh, NBA playoffs in the book for the evening. Both, well, actually, no, both favorites. You say both underdogs, Sean. No, no. both favorites, home favorites, small, uh, but they do come home rather easily. Philadelphia 99-79 win over the Miami Heat. Dallas 103-94 win over the Phoenix Suns, making both those series two games to one in favor of the teams that lost. NHL tonight, Edmonton and L.A. still going on 5-2. to two. Edmonton leading uh, with 13 and a half minutes to go in the third period. Boston gets on the board, 4-2 win over Cal- uh, Carolina tonight. Toronto makes it a 2-1 series lead as they go to Tampa and win 5-2. And then Minnesota takes a uh, 2-1 series lead thanks to a 5-1 win over the St. Louis Blues. All right, Sean, I want to get to some of the matchup offerings they have here at Circa, but for those looking to dive in a little more deeper with with all the insight that you have provided all week, once again, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube. You can check out Sean, Patrick Maher, a handful of other guests uh, as they break down the Kentucky Derby. Uh, we also have our Derby Guide available, $9.99 at vcin.com. So what would be your strategy, Sean, for a new better or new-ish better when it comes to horse racing? What would be the strategy you would go about implementing? Well, I think there's two kind of entry-level betters in horse racing. And if you're having a Kentucky Derby party and everybody's having a great time and you have a favorite number between 1 to 20 or you like the silks on a specific jockey or the name of a specific horse, then just put $10 on that horse to win. And root for that horse. That's the simplest, easiest way. If you're someone that wants to get a little more complex, you can do what is called a win-place show bet. So let's just say you wanted to spend $30, and you bet 10 to win, 10 to place, 10 to show. So if that horse runs first, second, or third, you win the particular bet it's attached to. So if the horse wins, you also get the second and third place money. If the horse runs third, you get the third place money. So that's probably the easiest way. They also have something called an exacta. An exacta deals with first and second place. So let's just say you want to play the the two favorites, Epicenter and Zandon. You can do a dollar exacta box, and if Zandon and Epicenter run first and second in any order, it costs you two bucks. You can pick whatever two horses you want and put them in that box. You can box multiple horses. Remember, the more horses you put in a box, the more expensive it costs. The trifecta is first, second, and third. So let's just say you like Epicenter, Zandon, and Moe Donegal. If you wanted to box those three horses to 
the trifecta, the bet would be $12 for a dollar. So you decide what you want to do. Uh, there are a lot of other complicated wagers that you can make. But someone just betting you know, for the derby or, or just trying to have some fun, just pick a horse and say, give me $10 across on this specific horse, and you'll get win, place, and show. And now you can root for that horse to hit the board and have fun, but also potentially make a couple dollars tomorrow around, I think, post time, 6 o'clock, 545 Eastern, if I'm not mistaken, sometime around there. So what is your approach tomorrow? What is what is Sean? So I'm going I'm to do? different. Like for instance, I'm looking at all these numbers. So, so it looks like these are my notes from today. So I'll my. have all the races lined out. I'll have my top selection in each race. I'll have different, you know, packages that I want to put together. You know, if I key a, a horse a certain way, you know, so I have a lot of different things going on because I'm playing a lot of horizontal wagers, pick fours, pick fives, doubles, pick threes, you know, where I think there's value, you know, and I can make, you know, some significant, you know, returns by betting the horse in this race and the next race and the race after that and, and trying to find the right horse. So, I, I mean, I'll go home tonight and when I wake up tomorrow morning, I will have already bet all of the races tomorrow on paper. Mm. And so then I want to, I, I, I don't bet until the day of, cause you don't get the scratches until the day of. So I won't, if there's a horse out of a race that I liked and I may adjust it a little bit, but I don't like bet race to race from an information standpoint. Like when that card starts, I'll have opinions in all of the races tomorrow and I'll adjust those opinions as maybe it rains more or it doesn't rain. Or if the grass a uh, track looks like the speed horses are all continuing to run. They're not tiring, or the dirt looks like, you know, the closers. So I'll make some adjustments, but my work will get done tonight. All right, let's play a little game called uh, Better Pass. Okay. So here at Circa, there are matchups, and you've talked about some horses that you really like, some mm -hmm. horses that you're fading. So maybe this is an opportunity. You're not getting as juicy odds, but all you got to do is beat one horse. Yep. And you're getting fixed odds. Right. You know These exactly are what it is. The one thing I will put context on tomorrow let's say you bet on the derby at 10 a.m and cyber knife is 17 to 1 if when the race starts if he's 8 to 1 you get the 8 to 1 so right. you're not you don't get locked in to what the number is so in this what tim's about to bring up you know exactly the return on your investment because these numbers are fixed they don't change all right here at circa we'll try to run through these very quickly you can pass or you could say mm -hmm. i'll play Epicenter against Zandon. Pass. Okay. Messier against Tabia. Pass. I like Messier. I don't like the odds. Okay. Uh, Messier was minus 115. Yeah, I don't like the odds. Mo there. Donegal, minus 130. Smile happy, plus 110. I love Mo Donegal in that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I don't think Smile Happy is anywhere around the top six, seven horses when they hit the finish line. All right. Charge it, minus 130. Cyberknife plus 110. I'd take Cyberknife in that. Now, that's a dangerous one because Charger could be anything. Yeah. I mean, he could be Secretariat. We just don't know it. But I just don't like Tappets early in their career. That's his dad. They tend to be very finicky from a, a behavior standpoint. He's extremely talented. But in the Florida Derby, he cost himself the race. You know, he spit the bit a couple times. He didn't change leads in the stretch. He veered in. So I'm going to try and beat Charger tomorrow, you know, just because I think he likes the experience. And I don't think he gets it all, puts it all together tomorrow. So I'd take Cyberknife, who I think is going to run a really good race. I'll take him tomorrow, overcharge it. Tis the bomb, plus 120, count, Crown Pride, minus 140. I'll leave it alone. Rich Strike, who I th 
I think it's like 150 to one now against Barber Road. Barber Road. All right. Yeah, Barber Road has a chance to run fourth. Barber Road minus 120. Yeah, Rich Strike, when they finish, he may still be in the gate. <laughs> like his his owners just have him in the derby, so they get the 18 seats in the box. Because he has no shot. They might not even wear suits. They're not worried about going to the, the winner's circle. Trust me. Uh, classic Causeway, minus 165. Summer is tomorrow, plus 145. I don't like either one. I would take Summer, to, summer is tomorrow because I think Summer is tomorrow has more staying power at a mile and a quarter than Classic Causeway. I don't think he can get the distance. I do think he's going to be in the front early, but I don't think he's going to be anywhere around late. Crown Pride, minus 180. Happy Jack, plus 155. <laughs> I mean, Crown Prize is going to beat Happy Jack Money Light, but I'm not laying minus 180. <laughs> uh, your guy, White Abario against Zozos, but you got to lay minus 125 with White Abario. Yeah, it's better odds. I mean, he's going to be, what, 20, 15, 20 to 1 on the board? I mean, I'd be better off playing him to show right. and get better odds than, than that particular bet. Now, I know I'm only going against one horse, but Zozo's an extremely talented horse as well. I think he has a bad post. Simplification minus one fifteen. That's the thirteenth uh, po- thirteen post against Tawny Port. Tawny Port at plus one thirty five. I think Tawny Port's a synthetic horse, but Simplification's also a horse that has missed the break a couple times. So if he misses the break tomorrow, he might run last. Epicenter minus one thirty against your favorite horse or one of your favorite horses, Messier plus one ten. Nah, leave that alone. <laughs> Zandon minus one forty five. Uh, Tabia plus one twenty five. I leave that alone too. Modonigal minus one twenty five. Charge it plus one hundred five. I take Modonigal. I think Modonigal's gonna be running at the end of the race. I just you just don't like the post. Yeah. If Modonigal, let me ask you this: If he was in the seven hole, yeah, then I'd be I'd I'd have Modonigal in all of my 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 bets. I just think he's gonna get stuck. Smile. Or he's gonna have to go outside and be seven wide coming for home. And that means that they probably have to stop in front of him or he has to be a super horse. And I just can't get out of my mind White Obario beating him down in Florida. Smile happy, minus 135, Cyberknife, plus Cyber 115. Knife. I'm telling you, Smile happy may run last. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to pull him up. Not like stop, but they're going to realize that they can't win the race. So rather than burn him up, you know, save some energy for, for the Preakness or for later in the year. All right. We'll get Sean's final thoughts on the Derby and also uh, take a look at the NBA slate tomorrow as well. Wrap things up next. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests. We're gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Kentucky Derby is tomorrow, and right now, VSIN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the Roses. Pre-order your copy now, only $9.99. Head over to VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. That's VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, wrapping things up here on the Nightcap as we take a look one final time at the Derby, get everything solidified and uh, and ready to roll, and also take a look at the NBA and NHL slate tomorrow. But just to wrap things up, Sean, you're heading into tomorrow. Your favorite horses to win are who? In the actual Derby. In the Derby. In the Derby, my favorite horses are 
the six, Messier, the 15, White Abario, and the 16, Cyberknife. All right. Would you, are you going to put those in a try or an exact or anything like that? Uh, I have a bunch of bets, Tim. It's very <laughs> difficult for me to verbalize. <laughs> you know, just know this. If those three horses are all in the Superfecta, bags. <laughs> just no Sean's bags. Sean's not coming to work. That's, that's... Just know it's bags. <laughs> yes. And God forbid they run one, two, three. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Woo! By the way, it's 7-2 in the uh, Oilers. If, if save the, some goals for the next game. Is the 6-15 and 16 show up one, two, three tomorrow yeah. in any order? Sean is uh, going to be running running buck naked. And, uh, and I have, some other, pl- I have some other plays on the card that I really, really like, but I'll give you those off air. Just in the down the... Uh, what, down the, uh, in other races? Yeah, in other races. And, and here's why. Like, Derby's such a big race, I don't mind sharing my thoughts because the pool is so big. Right. But when you're playing pick fives and different things, there's a pool of money that's there. If you hit it, you make more money the fewer people right. that hit it. So if you're with me tomorrow, I may, if you're nice to me and you buy me an expensive cigar... I may give you some of my plays, but I have some <laughs> plays I really, really, really like tomorrow. But I'm hoping I'm the only one that likes them. <laughs> I hit the early pick five today and the late pick five. It was a good day, man. Yeah. It was a good day. You were happy. Yeah. And then you weren't yeah, as hockey, happy. Hockey wasn't nice to me. My lightning loss, and I don't know what happened to the St. Louis Blues tonight. Oilers, though, at least. But I did good in baseball. I had a two-team parlay, Astros the and Angels uh, run line. And so that hit. Uh I need to go ahead and make sure I have the uh, – because I bet the Pirates run line today and didn't realize the game got canceled because we were all horses. Right. And so I definitely got to run that. But I don't – see, one of the things I like was that the Pirates were off and the Reds had played the night before. So I was – I really was pulling Pirates. And the Reds are the Reds. Right. But I don't know if I love the run line now. The Reds get an extra day to rest. Maybe they had some kind of team meeting <laughs> or something, held hands and sung old spirituals. I mean, at some point, the money train is going to stop, but I don't. I don't know when. Oh, they, so so they're three and what right now? Three and twenty-two. Three and twenty-two. Yep. Okay, and and one and twenty since the opening series against the Braves. And the projected record would be well if they oh. if they win forty-three games. Was it forty-three? How many was it? One sixty-two. One sixty-two. So let's just say they go fifty and one twelve. That would mean they have 47 games left to win and 90 games to lose, which I'm not great at math, but I still (laughs) say that that is 43 losses. Look at the graphic we just showed. The ROI on the Reds, minus $1,800. So listen to what I'm I'm saying, Tim. Now, granted, there's there's a a slight (laughs) variance in this because – the odds. Yeah. But watch. If they're at three and twenty-two, and you're projecting that their ultimate record is gonna be fifty and one twelve, you're gonna be up forty-three units. Well if you just I know you gotta lay yeah. some juice. Yeah. I doubt if they'll be a favorite at all in any of those no. remaining ninety something. I mean, games th- there might be play. a game where right. there's craziness. Uh but, but I mean you still gonna probably be up. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, some point, and as Adam mentioned, you know, they'll get healthier, but they're not healthy right now. What what's the motivation to get healthier to come back to a three and twenty two team? You're praying <laughs> Pride? that they I don't you're know. praying that they put you on season and then uh injury reserve. To get traded? Maybe you get traded at the deadline. Later though, team? you don't want to get traded this early. You no. don't get traded. Well, wait after the all star break. Wait till the, the, the stretch run. Yeah, I don't want to go now. All right. Uh got two NBA games tomorrow. Uh the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks took, got to take off about three weeks in between games. Yeah, what was that about? TV. Weird. Uh, Boston and Milwaukee, series even at one game apiece. Boston winning game two, running away. Have the Celtics figured out the Bucks? Was that a outlier with them? I mean, right now they are shooting threes. Over 50% of their field goal attempts are three-pointers. Mm-hmm. Um, JVT last night, Jonathan Von Tobel did like Boston plus the three. That number no longer exists. Um, I'll be honest. If I were to play this game and I haven't decided yet, so this isn't you know, an official play, the way I would go, I would just have to roll with the under again. I-, I think these two teams, as we talked about last night a little bit with Jonathan Von Tobel, both these games have gone under. Now, both have been, you know, double digit spreads ultimately at the end of the game, but these two teams, the way they play pace wise, I think it's a feeling out process. Uh, you know, still no Chris Middleton there for the Bucks. I, I would, if I were to make a play, I would go under two thirteen on this game. That would be the way I would. So go. I have Bucks first period for one unit, a quarter, and first half for three units. That's what I have tomorrow. For really? This game. Yep. Bucks minus think, one for the yeah, first half. Yeah, I think home crowd energy coming off of the abysmal first half shooting performance they had. You know, they're gonna come out firing. Now, maybe Boston finds a way to claw back in it in the second half, but I'm going Bucks first quarter and Bucks first half. So Golden State tomorrow night, uh, this will be after the Derby, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern tip. I actually like Golden State here. I know it's a big number. It's a- I am betting Golden State first quarter, Golden State first half, Golden State game. Yeah, this is a whitewash. I, I, Golden I, State wins this by twenty plus points. I think they they have a, a good chance of running away. And and you know we've talked about it. You know we go back to Tuesday night. Memphis pulls that out right. Um, I think there was a a shock factor of Gary Payton getting hurt and and breaking his elbow. Dylan Brooks has been suspended for this game. Not to say that it necessarily affects the line, but I just, I have a hard time envisioning Steph, Jordan Poole, and Klay Thompson, all three playing that poorly again. Now, you can make arguments that, uh, you know, Desmond Bain is still banged up and pieces for the Grizzlies didn't really emerge. I mean, John Morant played like a god in that game, and they still had to, Pull away at the very end. I agree with you. Back home, Chase Center, big crowd. I like the Warriors. I'll lay the seven with Golden State tomorrow night. Yeah. I very rarely have really strong NBA plays. That's one of my strongest tomorrow. Yeah. I'm playing Warriors first quarter, first half game. I think they whitewash uh, Memphis tomorrow. Four games on the NHL slate, Sean, tomorrow. Starts early, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern in the nation's capital. Uh, A home dog in Washington. They took game one. Got blown out in game two, something that you and I both were on. Uh, does Florida take care of business? Is this a pass? Uh, what's your thoughts on Florida-Washington? So, Pucks is going to officially take off the weekend in hockey. 
I just, I, I got, I got, I got to cleanse myself. <laughs> Can't lick your wounds. Yeah, I got to cleanse myself. I'm gonna put a hockey puck in the bottom of a beer mug and just drink, <laughs> and then I'll come back Monday. You know, back on my game. Uh, how about this though? I'll, I'll give you this one. So Florida, Washington tomorrow, six and a half at the total, minus one ninety two, minus two dollars, depending on where you look. I'm not touching for it for Florida, and uh, I agree. I wouldn't touch yeah, it. I'm not touching it. Colorado goes to Nashville. Mm-hmm. We just saw the young man Ingram stand on his head. For Nashville, ultimately they lose two to one. The spread is, or the uh, the money line is is massive, minus two thirty or so. I take back what I said. Colorado. I'm taking Colorado on a super puck line, minus two and a half. See how easy it was. Yep. I forgot that game was tomorrow. You can get you can get plus money just on the puck line. I'm taking a super puck line. All right. Colorado wins that game six two. I'm gonna say. Even in Smashville. Yes. Everything that Nashville Predators had, they gave in game two. Pittsburgh, New York, that's tomorrow. Uh, Rangers minus 117 at Pittsburgh. Calgary, your favorite team, uh, a minus 160 favorite at Dallas tomorrow. All right, we're cheering on 6, 15, and 6 tomorrow, 16, Sean. 16. What did I say? Six, 6, 15, and 6. Oh, sorry. 6, 15, and 16. Yep. Uh, we're cheering those on tomorrow. Hey, thanks to the crew that joined us. Adam Hill. Thanks to Cody Decker, Aaron Oster, our producer. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Back on Monday right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.